Welcome to the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast, where we cover topics related to the current social media scene regarding food with some of the most popular accounts around the city and talk about their success in Sin City and beyond. I'm your host, Philip Zhang, aka Las Vegas Phil, F-I-L-L. Check me out on IG or TikTok and feel free to email me anything at lasvegasphil at gmail.com. Super stoked to have Heather Collins, aka Radio Heather on this week's episode. Um, Heather is actually an omnipresent personality in Vegas, best known as the radio DJ on KMXB Mix 94.1 weekdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Through this amazing gig, she's been to literally every single concert, tons of exclusive <laughs> events, amazing experiences, like most recently being on air in Jamaica from a gorgeous resort for a week. And she's also interviewed some of the most famous people in music from Billie Eilish to Ed Sheeran to Rob Thomas and so many others. Uh, it wasn't until late 2020 that she took her online presence to another level on TikTok, covering Sin City attractions, food, her job, personal life. And I think all that has really resonated with so many people on different levels. Um, I love her work. Um, I think her posts are so original and well thought out. Uh, her personality and unique point of view, her memorable voice makes the post smash uh, to the tune of almost 200K followers on TikTok, 16K on IG. She's also the co-host of the Confessions of a Dating App with Nudia Hernandez, um, the podcast that covers the dating scene in Las Vegas via apps. Holy junk. I'd like to welcome the recently verified, blue checkmarked Heather Collins, Radio Heather to the show. Welcome to the episode. You make me sound so much cooler than I am. <laughs> when you well, say it like that, I, when you say it like that, I'm like, wow, I really have done a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you just see it day to day. This is just your normal life. But I think anyone outside that sees all the crazy shit, all the awesome stuff you do, you know, um, it's I mean, it's amazing. I'm in awe. Thank you. And I love that you said holy junk because I feel like I say holy junk all the time. And I feel like all of you always make fun of me for that. No, it's like your catch, it's one of your catchphrases. And I love holy, it. Every yeah, time you I see you, I, I, I want an opportunity to say it. Holy so, junk. Okay, so yeah. this is going to be really weird for me, Phil, because I never get interviewed. So it's going to end up being like a turn. I'm going to start talking to you like, okay, Phil, but how did you do this? So get ready for that. It's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was wondering about that because, you know, it's like interviewing. Yeah, interviewing the interviewer. This is yeah, a whole it's weird. Right? It's weird. I never get interviewed. So this is very weird, but I'm super excited to be part of this. I am actually a fan of all of the podcast or the episodes you've done, but the one that you did with Drew uh, unlocked man. Oh, I was like, wow, he's got so many great points. Like everyone needs to listen to this because his points are on point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Drew absolutely smashed it. And it shows, I mean, it's the number one most downloaded episode. Yeah. He killed it. Good for him. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to spill some tea too. Let's go. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So um, right off the bat, I mean, you were born and raised in Vegas. So I feel like your view of Vegas is completely different from the majority of people on the social media scene here. You've seen everything that's changed. Uh, how yeah. do you feel about, you know, Vegas when you were growing up to, to now? Is it getting better? So I knew Vegas became a city when we got an Ikea. <laughs> Because yes. I grew up in Vegas my whole life, and right. I always remember going to, like, Denver or L.A. and being like, I have to stop by Ikea and get everything I need now. So when we got an Ikea, what was that, like, four or five years ago? I was like, we're a city. Yeah. This is it. This is this is the done. 
So it's crazy to me because <laughs> I know that's so dumb, right? But I I remember growing up, I grew up off of Charleston and Durango, and I remember growing up when there was no Boca Park, when there was no Coles or anything up from there. Because my grandma and I on New Year's used to take pennies, there's like tradition she had, and throw them out into the desert. And the back of her house was the desert. It's where Boca Park is. So yeah, it's crazy to have me how much Vegas has grown. Like, you know, what's even crazier is like, sometimes I think like, okay, there was wet and wild on the strip. There used to be a theme park at MGM. And a lot of people don't know this. And when I bring it up to people, they're like, no, it wasn't. There was never a theme park there. I go, no, there was. And I'm like, did I dream it? Is it fake? Is that real? And then they're also, this is the one that I always don't know. I think there was like a roller coaster on the strip. It was a hotel. And I want to say it was like Travelodge or something. And it was a white roller coaster. And there was fake people. It wasn't a real roller coaster, but there was like a fake people in it, like a fake clown that sat in the roller coaster. And I swear that was a casino. I swear. And if I'm wrong, someone tell me because this has killed me for so long. I don't know if I dreamt it or if it was real. Do you know? I don't remember Do you that know? at all. Yeah, I mean, I only okay, know if so like, I, when I, Sahara had it. Okay, so I, I got to figure this out. I'm going to find a picture. I got to really dive deep into this because I just remember little things about Las Vegas when I was little that I that are completely gone. And the one thing I will say, I love Las Vegas. I will probably never live anywhere else. It's the best city in the world because you have so much entertainment, so much food, so much things to do. But the one thing I don't like is we have no heritage because when something gets old, it gets taken down. Look at the strip back 50 years ago. It looks nothing like it does now at all. So that's, that's my only complaint. You go to Arizona, you're like, wow, look at this state park or look at this or la 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 la. We have everything is 10 years or newer. You know what I mean? It's true. Let's grow some heritage, Vegas. Stop breaking everything. <laughs> yeah, someone That's asked me place. recently, what is the Vegas food? Like if, if you go to, you know, Buffalo, New York, it's Buffalo wings or New York, it's pizza. But we I don't, don't know. Have one. Steak and eggs? I don't know. No. You know what the steak, Vegas food is? I'll tell you what the Vegas food is. $7 steak somewhere. Like $10, $10 or less steak. Because I okay. remember like Hard Rock used to do the 777 yep. deal. Yep. I know you know what this is, where it was a steak, shrimp, vegetables, and I think one other thing for $7.77. No, yeah. yeah, but then they made it hard. Then you had to buy a drink, and then you had to get a player's club and a drink to get that deal. They started making it real difficult for that seven seven seven. <laughs> yeah, they got too popular. So, yeah, I guess Ellis Island or something like that. Maybe yeah, like just like a cheap steak. Like right. that's what we're known for is or cheap shrimp cocktail. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Or buffets. Okay, Buffet is our state food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think that'll be my answer now. Maybe buffets. buffets. Yeah. 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 I, that's a good one. I mean, you're definitely like the king of knowing fine dining. So I want to like take you to somewhere where you get like a $10 steak and I want your opinion on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely pretty spoiled now. Even like last time we went to Echo and Rig, it wasn't exactly what I was hoping for. And, and I was talking to Ayumi. I'm like, I think. I think we've turned into complete snobs and we're totally spoiled. <laughs> hey, man, it's okay. You can be a complete. Like, I can still go to a restaurant and be like, okay, that wasn't the best, but it was still really good. Right. I'm sure right. you're like, no, no. <laughs> Negative five <laughs> points for you. It doesn't you know have to would, be the best every time. but I would love for you to start rating restaurants on TikTok. Oh, man. 
Okay, so just go I might ruin your career. If there's a place Wait. to do it, it's definitely TikTok. Okay, but like you know how like what's his name from Barstools does like rate pizza? You should rate lobster tails. Oh fuck! Then I'll be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that lobster tail—that was a two out of ten. <laughs> That's what I want out of this life. Okay, to rate I'll lobster try- tails. I'll take the critique into consideration. Okay. I think that we'll might see. be cool. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I told you this is going to go off tangent a lot. No, no, I love it. But maybe we should go to a cheap place or like, you know, some people go to like the worst rated restaurant. I know Cody oh, was talking we about should doing do that. that. We, yeah, yeah, we should all go do that. Oh, that's a good idea. The worst place to get a steak. Can you imagine the owner like the, see us walking in? It would be, a They'd be like, oh no, everyone hides under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Our business is about to get shut down. Every foodie in town's right. in here right now. Right. But I think the negative stuff, like sometimes people want to go if it's a great, well done review, even if it's okay, terrible. Wait, can I hate on something really quick? Please. There's a new pizza thing in town and I heard it's disgusting. I'm not going to say what, but I heard it's not good from four different people now. Ish. I think they- You know what I'm talking about? At it, the, mm-hmm. An event mm-hmm. and it's a thing that birds do or mm-hmm. planes. <laughs> But I heard the pizza's not good. And I'm like, well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a pizza restaurant. It's a gimmick. I don't know. Yeah, I saw a lot of the posts. And yeah, that goes back to maybe be, having a real opinion, having an honest opinion. I, and I think I think that there's a, it was a Vegas know-it-all did an honest opinion about uh, a restaurant in Town Square. And I, I kind of applaud yes. her for that because you know what? Maybe it will make restaurants not think that every time an influencer comes in, that they're going to b- blow up business. Maybe you should really make sure that your your product is on point. So John Taffer can come in and, you know, help you out or something because. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, that's and bar I, rescue, not food rescue. Sorry. <laughs> but they need, they need both rescues. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. And I think Vegas know it all, AKA Heather DeSalle, you know, she keeps it real. And, and that's why, that's why I love her account. I think more of us need to keep it real. It'd be nice. <laughs> But, you know, Let's like way real. back when Vegas <laughs> Vegas Food Baron, Ed, uh-huh. used to put a star rating on all his captions and they stopped getting invited to shit because they didn't want to uh, get the realness. Okay, but like if you, okay, so like I went to North last night. Okay, what was if I'm going in there and paying for the food, I'm going to leave a real review. I've left yeah. one bad review on my TikTok and it was the um, the train thing out at Boulder Highway or Boulder or not Boulder. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The train thing, you know what I'm talking about? The railroad. It right. said it was three miles. It was only a mile because we t- we tested it out. It was really expensive. And I remember being like, you know what? It's not worth the price. It's worth it once, but not worth to go again. And it's not worth that price. And people dogged me in the comments. How dare you ruin a local business like that saying it's not good. I'm like, I didn't say it was not good. I said it was fun. I just said that maybe you shouldn't lie and say it's three miles when it was only a mile and a half. That's I paid seventy dollars for that. Lie. That's a significant lie, but no, I think that's good that you keep it real. I, I mean, people should be informed, but it's tough. I think it's tougher now in in the social media age. You know um, what? Let's definitely okay. So, can we talk about influencers for a second? Okay. So, yes. I was actually getting an argument about Andrew with this because we were talking about like how I wanted to talk about some. I wanted to talk about how in, being an influencer is now a form of advertisement. And I think that companies don't see it like that. You know, a company will have a budget, let's say $5,000 for advertisement a month. 
whether that they're going to spend $1,000 on Yelp, $1,000 on Google, $200 on Facebook, whatever it may be. As a new influencer, because you guys have been doing this game a long time, but I hear from all influencers, I actually never heard it from you. So we're not going to put you under the bus, but I've heard from other influencers like, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of hurtful when you ask like, Hey, can I get a hundred bucks for this video? And they go, sorry, that's not in our budget, but we, we know you're spending X, Y, Z on everything else. It's a form of marketing yeah. to an extent. Wouldn't yeah. you think? No, I, I absolutely agree. It's, it's one of the most important extensions uh, for a brand uh, to, to market to influencers, have influencers post. Absolutely. And yeah. And, you know, Curtis was saying a few podcasts back that, yeah, all of our videos, I mean, do look like commercials. It's, that's just kind of what kind of sticks, you know, on social media. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, and I feel like you're right. They should, they should, I mean, we should get paid. So. We, we, and you know what? I, I was, okay. If you're like, you know, starting out new, no, take that free cheeseburger. Take right. that free cheeseburger for that free content. A hundred percent. But I was running an account where the guy was telling me he spent $10,000 a month on marketing, $10,000. He was giving 5,000 to Google. He was giving another 2,000 to Facebook. And he was giving another 400 to Instagram. And then I was like, okay, well, I need $500 a month just to do, this is my first account ever, so don't judge. But I needed for five hundred dollars. I'm gonna do X Y Z X Y Z X Y Z per week. Give you posts, and then I will post once per month on my page, my personal page for you. And he goes, "It's too much money. It's too much money." And I go, "Okay, but the last twenty customers that you had come in here all said they saw my TikTok. So what's doing this working for you better? Your Google ad or the TikTok that got five hundred thousand views?" Yeah. And you have people coming in here countlessly and you're asking me all the time to post on my page. So obviously, you know, the worth, but for some reason, you don't know the worth enough to want to pay me the amount that I deserve. So that's where I go. OK, businesses, if you listen to this, which you should, because Phil gives all the, the juicy details on how to make your businesses better. You should definitely look at influencers as a marketing. Totally. And I think a lot do, but it's still less than 50 percent. And you know, it also depends on who you're asking the money from. If it's if it's the PR company, you know, <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. I I would say it's definitely maybe two or three times I've actually been paid by a PR company. I think really, wow, yeah. that's much better than the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, this I is hundreds you. of times, and yeah, I applaud but you. It's, yeah, it's pretty much never gonna happen. You know, I mean, they're I well mean, because they the restaurants or businesses are paying the PR companies already thousands right. of dollars per month yeah and what was it i think unlock said it the pr companies get paid but then they want us to do it for free yeah well it's their way of saying they have the inside track on the influencers it's almost like how they get articles in the newspaper that's kind of what they're i think that's where they're going what, what but, newspaper what, what, like if I'm, they say i know what newspaper if they, they say, i'm sorry oh, yeah, do, we, do you read the newspaper you on the morning show we can get you on page 32 of las vegas weekly I'm sorry. Do you read the newspaper? No. Neither do I. I got to pay for it now. <laughs> I know. It costs money. So why am I going to pay for it? I can just I, go on Google and Google it. I don't fucking get it. I don't get that I, either. The 99 cent thing. <laughs> like, they, really? Is it making a difference? Is yeah. it making a difference? I, I don't know. It's just more annoying. I don't want to give it to them. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. If you, okay, let's get, let's kill social media. Social media is dead. The internet blew up. 
what is the next form of advertisement that you think is worth it? Wow. Social media is done. Social media is done. The internet blew up. Someone killed it. Is it? I mean, paper? I guess you're going back to TV commercials, right? I don't know. I don't TV know. and radio, right? Yeah, because people will, can no longer binge Netflix. They're going to have to wait through the commercials yep. to watch, I don't know what show. So I <laughs> yeah. guess. Yeah. So, okay. So I think it's crazy to me that we're almost like in a world of like TV and radio was the thing and then social media came, but now we're just watching TV and radio on the internet. Yeah. Because like for my station mix, we're on um, a website called odyssey.com and we have a pot or a, a app called odyssey. And now you can listen to us on your computer. So a lot of people, you know, our streaming numbers have gone up significantly versus just regular terrestrial radio. And it's amazing to see how many people are listening to radio, not only in their car or on a regular radio, but also on a website or an app. So like yeah. it blows my mind when we get the ratings in and you see at the bottom that there's a, a 2.0 um, rating and it's coming from an Alexa speaker. Like, that's amazing. It you, is amazing. You know, down to that's coming from. Yes, we know. Happened. Like, okay, we Alexa. know where it's coming from. We we know all kinds of stuff. Wow, it's crazy. But the one thing about radio that I I applaud versus TV is TV costs money for cable. Radio is still free, and I think that's how radio has survived so many years. Is you know, unfortunately, for a Spotify or a um. Sirius or even a Pandora, it costs money to listen without ads. I get it. We have ads, but we've also changed our, our metric system on our station. So it doesn't seem as many ads because we do less commercial time. So it just mind blows me how radio has gone on and on and on and on through all these changes in the world. Ah, my desk just went up. Nope. Hang on. Now I'm, I'm leaving the screen. There we go. I have one of those desks that you can stand up. But oh, it's really? crazy. Okay. Yeah. So it's crazy to me how much like radio has survived year after year while other mediums like newspapers and paper have died. Yeah. And you know what? You know what else? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hate on one more thing. Okay. Do you do you ever read an article about a restaurant? I don't No. I go watch reviews on Las Vegas Phil's Instagram page. <laughs> I don't want to read that the, the crab was amazing. I want to go watch the crab or the lobster get dipped in some butter and go, ugh. I want that right now. That's true. Well, I mean, most reviews aren't really worth reading these days. No, so, no. Yeah. So it just blows my mind when companies and stuff like that are spending so much money on newspapers and, and the newspaper companies are coming after me now. They're going to come kill me. <laughs> I'm going to end up dead on the side of the road. But it just blows my mind. Like, Phil, you know what's so funny about this? Phil is like has to stay like neutral. You're trying to, I know you're staying neutral because you're not like hating. On we'll have drinks later and I'll say the real truth. No, okay. I don't, no, I, but yeah, I agree fine. with you. And perhaps maybe in the future, I should have a media buyer come in here that is in tune yeah. with all that stuff. It might be a good idea. I, so. It would, you know what? That would be a great interview just for the fact that I would love to hear what they say is right. like their hot commodity. What's selling the most? Is it billboards? Is it print? Is it social media influencers? Is it radio? Is it TV? Like what is being bought up the most to advertise right now? Maybe I could hit up someone at MGM and they'll talk. Their attorney might have to be behind them, but. Uh, <laughs> I know. Andrew just walked in here and I, he said, I'm going to come in and make sure you're not looking like a dumbass on Phil's podcast. <laughs> so
So he just was sitting down here watching me and I was like, okay, God, I'm not be annoying right now because Andrew's watching me. He's going to be like, no, don't say that. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Andrew is the boss. And so yeah, he so it was the yeah. funniest thing ever because Phil met him for the first time. He goes, are you the mean boss? Because I put Andrew on my TikTok all the time saying like right. he's my mean boss. But um, Andrew owns a company called Neon Boulevard and I do social media for Neon Boulevard. And then actually, we haven't really talked about this with anyone. And I'll tell you that I have a company coming out soon with Andrew for me to do social media. What? Yeah, it's a whole company we're creating. This is why That's I have this whole thing now <laughs> this whole mess of a room right now is because um me and andrew are working on a project for me that's so cool yeah and andrew created me a website which is also coming very soon and i think phil you'd be very proud of it i can't wait to take a look at it any name for the company or any other details yeah i, I can say it because we already bought like the domain and everything it's called ready set social ready okay yeah ready set social yep. yeah I was doing a come. I was doing something called Get Influenced, and I was teaching people like influencer tricks on from a radio standpoint and you know a social media standpoint. And that's pretty much what the company is going to be. But it's also going to be a little extra. It's going to be some fun stuff. But it's coming soon, probably in the next two like months. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, let yeah. me know what I can do to help. So. Yeah, please. I would love to. I, it's honestly more like an informational thing, and then you know, for a way for me to run clients through something more professional versus being like, Hey, follow me at radio Heather. I'm here right? working. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a huge interest in doing social media. Like you do where, where you, you put your face in front of the camera, you get personal and it hits people. It resonates with people. If someone wanted to get into this, just start doing it. Any, any quick tips that you could give them. So with TikTok. That whole thing was very weird. I was very bored in the pandemic. Well, actually, I was in Arizona in January of 2020. And um, I was at my friend's house, Mo. And she was like, have you played around with TikTok yet? And I was like, no, I don't want to dance on camera. This is stupid. And she's like, no, it's actually really funny. You should check it out. So I downloaded it. And on her TikTok, let me see if I can find it. On her TikTok, she videotaped me discovering TikTok for the first time. Oh, what? Yeah, hang on. That Mo. would be cool. Mo on like an authentic radio. first reaction. Yeah. So she was like on the radio. Is that her Mo radio? Oh no. What is it, girl? On the radio. No, I want to show you this so bad. Where is it? No. Okay, I'll have to find it. But All right, um, it to me later. I'll show it to me tonight. Okay, well. Um, so anyway, it was it was she goes, Have you ever introduced your friend to TikTok? This is what happens. And I'm laying in the bedroom and I'm cracking up. I'm like, ha, 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 look at this TikTok. It's so funny. And I look like a train wreck. I'm just laying in bed swiping. And that's her TikTok was discovering TikTok for the first time. And then I became utterly obsessed with watching videos and then taking videos and trying to create my own funny video and da, 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 da. And then my biggest tip on how to do so, like TikTok, be yourself. Post what you want to post. Now, when you find something that triggers a bunch of follows, stick to kind of that niche. That's my biggest advice because what, what I did, my biggest one that I had first was my Haunted Mansion bathroom. So then I started posting more and more Disney stuff during the pandemic because I was like, well, I got nothing else to do. So Disney, 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 Disney. And then um, the first viral video for Vegas. Do you remember like last year in like October, August, Hashtag Vegas TikTok. 
was trending like hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden you were swiping on Vegas stuff and there was Vegas, 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 Vegas. And I was like, what is going on? So I was running social media for Fright Ride. It was a, a Halloween th- a thing that they were doing down on uh, industrial. And I called the owner, Jason Egan. I said, Vegas TikTok is going viral right now. I need to come down right now. I'm going to take like a behind the scenes tour of Fright Ride. No one had seen it at this point. And Jason's like, well, the news hasn't even seen it. I go, I don't care. Give it to me. I'm your social media director. Let me do it. So I did it. And I said, hey, Vegas, something fun is coming for Halloween. And it was the first, honestly, event that I felt like it was fun post-pandemic. You could actually go have fun. This is the first time we could have fun was Halloween. And I did a TikTok and it got 200,000 views. And I was like, holy junk, that's my biggest one. Holy junk. Um, (laughs) And uh, that's my biggest one. And then I just kept posting about Fright Ride. Every week, Fright Ride, Fright Ride, Fright Ride. And that's how I got my initial like 70,000 followers. And then the biggest one for me was Meow Wolf. Yes. And I have a- Check out later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My friend Eric was one of the guys that worked there and he took me in a week before they opened. And that's where all that footage came from was a week before it opened, but me just running around there by myself. And I remember, I remember thinking to myself, I'm the first one in here. This is going to go so viral. Did I ever think it'd get 3 million? No, but it did. And that's how I got up to like 140. Yeah. 150. Oh, you're pulling it up. Yeah. Yeah, This TikTok man, it blew up. So you got how many followers from this? You think I got like 60 or 70,000 followers from this one video. This is amazing. Yeah. And Heather, where did you find an adult slide? Meow Wolf's Omega Mart inside See, look, the area floor. 15. There is still the paper on the floor. Crazy. And there's nooks and crannies yet. where you could just get lost. And then you're in a totally different world. See what I'm talking about? It's so much fun. It's visually stunning. They've been working on this for almost two years. And let me tell you, it is totally worth seeing. There's an upstairs, there's a downstairs. There's tons of things to look at and experience. So, Vegas, come along with me as I show you. Once that one got big, I was like, okay, I got to do more. So then I did a part two. That also got like $2 million. Then I did secret spots in Omega Mart that you don't know about. Because, there, fun fact, there's two things in Omega Mart that you would never know unless someone told you. There's actually a rock cr- climbing wall in Omega Mart. Um, yeah, I totally missed that. Yeah, <laughs> so it's in a one of those gnome huts in a okay. hole in the wall that's literally this big. Literally this big. And you have to crawl through it. And when you crawl through it, you're in a room with a rock climbing wall. That's insane. And then did you go on the staircase in the um, supermarket? The staircase in the supermarket. There's a staircase in the supermarket. Uh, I don't think I did. It's through a wall of t-shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, Yeah. that's another hidden one that a lot of people don't know. And honestly, the only reason I knew it because of Eric who worked there who showed me it. So now I am planning a trip to Denver because they're about to finish their next one. And I'm like, that content was so good. It's worth me flying out and going. Absolutely. That's so awesome. we're going to go do that one too. I need another 60,000 followers. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go there and I'm going to get 10,000 views and be so depressed. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't but get yeah, depressed about it. I, I think that it's a chase game. And that's the whole point of TikTok. It's a chase game. And TikTok did it right by not only cha- you're chasing the views, but you're also chasing the money because once you get in that creator fund, 
you get so excited when you open up your thing and it's like, you made $80 today. And you're like, yes, $80. It's true. (laughs) It's disgusting, right? It is. It is. How are they paying all of us? How are they paying all of us? That's what I want to know. That first page ad that Amazon or whatever is paying, I guess, is is doing all that. Okay. So wait, question for you. How do you feel about Instagram trying to get in that game now? Because you're bigger on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm able to monetize IGTV, but it's not really paying even as much. Oh, as- you can monetize IGTV now? Yeah. So Lin- uh, yeah, me and Lindsay and I think a couple others, whoever's posting on IGTV recently, I think Sammy and Daniel uh, Donkey are all getting. Dang it. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. So we just let uh, you just attach your PayPal account to it. And then I don't know when you can cash out, but that's they paid me a hundred dollars to go live. Yeah. So does that mean I have it? I think they're offering different things for different accounts. So uh, yeah, one of my restaurant accounts uh, is gets paid to go live. I see, mean, you learn something new every day. You yeah. So I, I think they're trying to just roll out a few different things just to see, but I don't think like Lindsay's had some big IG, IGTV posts, but I don't, I don't think it's even paying as much as, as TikTok is. Yeah. Cause like how much are they really paying you? I think TikTok is four cents per thousand views is what, I, okay. See that hobbit hole. Do you see that hole? Yeah. Like that little, okay. So right across from that is the other gnome hut with the hole to go in the rock wall. All right. I'm totally but going. I made, a, I, I, I made a, I made a TikTok about it. I okay. made a TikTok like three secret places to find an Omega Mart and all those videos did so well. So shout out to Omega Mart for really blowing up my channel. Shout out to Omega Mart just being existing. I mean, area 15 and there's even more to come. It's just an amazing place. And I applied yeah. to be their social director and they didn't hire me. No. No. You know who they hired? Oh, yeah. I, I know who they hired. <laughs> I, I know who they hired because they DM'd me today on Instagram asking me to come to something. Oh, okay. Well, shout cool. out to that girl. I'm not going to say her name in case she doesn't want her name but out there, but shout out to her for getting the job I want. Yeah. This video is amazing. And and yeah, Thank I mean, you. just having the the ex- exclusivity of going in there before everyone else. You know, Heather, I, I've, I've heard you've kind of gone kind of above and beyond to get to break the first post of, uh, at an event and things like that, where oh, maybe, I'm annoying. Maybe oh, I'm you bad. did a voiceover in a bathroom during sure the event. Did. That sure I did. Sure did. Dude, <laughs> did you not realize by did you go home um, and look at TikTok at the night of Resort World? No, I was. I already oh, posted three TikToks by the time we left there. I saw that you had posted. Them. I just didn't know when they had happened. Oh, there was the secret amazing. bar. The secret bar at Resort yeah. World. I yeah. was like, no one's posted about this. Get me in. Like the first thing me and Andrew did was I was like, we're going to that bar. We're going to that bar right now. And he was like, okay. And I didn't leave that bar. So Andrew had like three drinks. I didn't leave that bar until my TikTok was done and posted. Fuck. That's amazing. Because you know what? Unfortunately, while I love you and Lindsay and Cody, sometimes you got to be the first one. I agree. I'm and, annoying. and that's kind of like, you know, wh- when writers used to break stories and I think having the the first one the unseen stuff is is big you will always get the more views i you know what though i will say this cody i brought to omega mart she wanted to go so bad so i brought her with me and she ended up getting 60 or 70,000 followers as well and her yeah. video of omega mart got like 3 million too and i was so happy for her because me and her like have been like neck and neck for like so long we still are neck and neck and i was so excited that we both hit a hundred thousand within like a week of each other because of that video weird she's the one i was planning on going to denver with i was like let's go let's split a hotel let's go that would be amazing 
yeah, yeah I'm like we're we're not to gonna that. not do this because we need the content. <laughs> I know. You know what it was? I was I know exactly what event you're talking about. It was the one at Fremont at the city or uh, Project Barbecue. Project Barbecue. I was like, I'm gonna be the first one. I literally went upstairs. Because I fucking you know love what? it. I <laughs> I literally left my friend down there drinking and went upstairs to the bathroom to record a voiceover. And if you listen to that voiceover, you can hear all the noise in the background. <laughs> I'm very and bad. Those, and those who don't know, Cody, a.k.a. at Local, Local Living, Living. Sorry. Local amazing Living. account. And yes. uh, her and Charlie are great people. Yes. You know what's so funny is like, I'll I'll tell whoever I'm talking to, I'm like, Cody's content is so good. It drives me to be better, but like, I can't do what she does. And it makes me so sad. But at the same time, I think you get tired of watching your own content. You get bored of your own style because you see it and you do it all the time. But that's what makes you you. And that's what people like is that authentic content. So you got to keep doing you and people will like you for you. Just like people like Cody for Cody and people like Lindsay for Lindsay and you for you. I will say I got lucky with a Jet Suite X. Do you see the oh, airplane one wow. I did? That got three million too. Yeah. I'm like, how did no one know about this? Yeah, well, they probably jack up the price now, thanks to you. <laughs> no, I just bought a nope. flight to LA. Yeah, hundred bucks. You know what the best part is, Phil? I put my I put my code on there on the TikTok. I just got fifth or sixty dollars off my flight to LA because of that code. So shout out to people who use my code. I'm gonna use it. So I want to fly to, to Texas or something. So Okay, but yeah. that's not worth it. The no? flight to Texas is $1,000. What? Mm -hmm. Okay. Never it's mind good that. for West Coast flights. It's good for like, you want to go LA for like, instead of playing Southwest 60, you could pay Jet Suite X 100. Use my code, you get $20 off. 80 bucks, it's $20 more than Southwest. And then guess what? That's awesome because now you don't have to go through TSA. Now you can get there 20 minutes before your flight. Like it's so much better. I'm so I'm, I'm a soul. I'm a walking advertisement. <laughs> but I mean, let's talk about going back to TikTok. I feel like it's really the ultimate app for you because you've been able yeah. to incorporate so much of your natural talents into one place from the creative concepts to the editing, all the voiceover stuff that IG really just wasn't able to convey well enough. Like your whole, you know, you, you guys, um, I will, I will. Yeah, I agree with that. But you guys did such a good job with IG. You guys really did. Like, it is so hard to grow a following in IG. It's not easy. And the fact that you have almost 200,000, or you do? I will, Two hopefully by the end of the year. <laughs> okay. So 200,000, Lindsay's got like 300,000, Sammy has a bunch. The fact that you guys have that many, I'm mindful because it's not easy. But I will say this, with TikTok being as easy it is, as it is to get followers, I don't feel like it's worth as much as Instagram. For now. For now, correct. Yeah. For now. Yeah. But I think that TikTok is just, the reason why I like TikTok more than Instagram is because Instagram is too corporate. Instagram was better when it was numerical order, when it came out, when it came out, and it was an order by that. That's when it was good. Because now that it's like, well, we were going to tell you what you want to see. Well, what was if I don't want to see that? What yeah. if I want to see what Las Vegas Phil is doing and I never see his stuff on my page because you guys think that I don't like it because I didn't like one of his posts. Like that's what annoys me about Instagram. And I think TikTok will grow bigger. I think TikTok is growing bigger. You know how I know TikTok's growing bigger? Because we had a corporate radio call and they mentioned TikTok for a whole 10 minutes. 
That's wow. how I know radio or TikTok is getting bigger. When my corporate radio job goes, all right, guys, we got to talk about TikTok now because enough of you are annoying about us. <laughs> There's a radio DJ who has like two or three million followers and he just got the mid or afternoon position in LA because of his TikTok. I'm amazing. sure you've seen a brew on the radio. Yeah, yeah. And then okay, there's yeah. one cookie kid on uh, doing cooking who's on the Today Show too or something like that. Yeah. From his TikTok. Yeah. It's changing people's lives. Like that girl Michaela who does makeup. It's yeah. have you seen the the prostitute? The the right. the uh the retired prostitute with red hair? No. Okay. So there's this girl and she's telling people all the secrets about being a prostitute for 20 years. And she's now getting a book or a movie written about her. It's changing people's lives. It's yeah, changed it mine at the drop of a hat. And I think a lot of PR marketing people just can't keep up with, you know, could have been two weeks ago. You had 15 K followers and now you have 150 K. Yeah. So, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's, it's honestly mind blowing. I think my biggest accomplishment though with TikTok is I ran, have run and ran run now one, two, three, four, five business accounts for people. I run a flower shop, uh, a, like an, a, injection injectable place a cell phone st a repair store neon boulevard and um a car dealership and to right. watch that content that i'm making for other people go viral literally my third post on the girl who does injections got three million so the fact that i'm being able to create viral content not only for myself but for other companies is where i go okay i'm good at this i'm good at this tiktok thing that yeah. I can not have my face and everything or not do it my style and do it their style as a company and still succeed. And that's the best part about it. That's what makes me go like, I'm more proud of 20,000 views on an account that has five followers than I am getting 3 million on my own account. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, that's awesome. It, I'm sure when you did like, what's that? Um, I always forget the name of it. Uh, the pasta place. Uh, Amano. Yeah. Amano. When yeah. you did Amano's like and grew that account, doesn't that feel like your baby? You grew that. It does. I, I I have a personal connection, and when I go in there and see that they're killing it, I mean that's really the the big the best satisfaction. Yeah. Uh, uh, of doing all this, so yeah. yeah, changing people's lives, changing people's businesses, and yeah, yeah what people. Do I ran. Vegas, an, so. I ran a repair cell phone store, and they went from thirty followers Ooh. to almost five thousand in three months. They have multiple videos with over a million. And cell phone repair. Yeah, cell phone repair store. <laughs> That's it. Damn. I, you know what we did? We did a bunch of ASMR stuff. We did a couple cool like, hey, look, we can create these for you. And they're getting tons of business from TikTok. So Dumb. where do you find your inspiration from? Like for those, is it just all in your head? You just put it all together and you, you, you have a vision or? It just depends on the company. So like with the esthetician, I know now with the esthetician or the esthetician, what is that? Injectables. I know what goes viral and that's weird, gross stuff. Like the, the one video that got 3 million was someone had bad lip filler and she was squeezing out the bad lip filler. Oh my and God. It got 3 million and her account went up 2000 followers in 48 hours. And um, I did a video where when you get lipo dissolve in your face, your face blows up to this big. It blows up before it goes down and then your face gets nice and slimmed out like mine. Thank you very much. Um, nice. But uh, all that food I eat being an influencer, I had to get lipo dissolved. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I now know those disgusting videos or those before those dramatic before and afters are what are, are going to go big for that account. So it's kind of going in there at first and just messing around and seeing what does well and what doesn't and keeping with that kind of content. But yeah. I, I realize now as I keep doing this, I only want to run accounts that are fun and interesting. Like injectables are fun because there's tons of stuff that I could videotape. You know, the flower shop, I love doing the flower shop. Because the flower shop, like there's beautiful flowers everywhere. You could teach people how to like groom flowers, how to make them last longer. There was tons of stuff to do there. Um, cell phone store, not going to lie. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's challenging, but you you rose up the challenge and, you know, yeah. you made it blow up. I think the, the one thing that does get me down, and I don't know if you're like this, when you post like maybe five videos back to back and they're not doing well and you feel like you're just down in the dumps because you're like, what am I doing wrong? Why are these videos not doing as well? Is the content bad? Is my voice bad? Is what I'm saying bad? Like, I think that's the uh, like some mental health issues here. Don't get so down on yourself when so many posts go bad because Lindsay always tells me you're going to have highs and lows. You're going to have highs and lows. Don't don't hate on your life because of five videos didn't do well. You'll go back up there. You'll do it again. But I'm sure you have it too, where you're like, wow, my engagement is so down and you kind of get down on the dumps. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is you versus you. Um, yeah. And Daniel and I kind of talked about this last podcast because there's always the bar, you know, like when you first started, you know, hundred K 50 K, you know, those are great, great numbers. But now it's like, well, why you see a 50 K, why isn't a hundred K? If you see hundred K, why isn't it 200 K? Yes. Yes. And, and it's tough. It's tough to deal with. And I, I don't know. I, th- I think Lindsay's got the right idea. You just got to shake keep it off. Going. Think, yeah. Keep going. Think about what is actually really important in life, like family and friends. And who cares about if you had 300 likes or three, 33, 3, no, no one talks about the dark side of social media and becoming an influencer. But yes, you definitely, I have definitely sat there and been like bummed out. And then my friend has said, wow, you got one TikTok with 100,000 views and now you're happy again. I'm like, that's not good. No. But you're chasing something. Yes. You're chasing something. You're chasing a whatever. Or you might do a video on something and like, let's say you do a video on the same thing, but your video has 50 or 500,000 and my video got 20K. And now I'm sitting here going, wow, what what was wrong with my video? We use the same hashtag. You know what I mean? Like you just... It's it's definitely something that it's not for everyone being an influencer, I've realized, because I'm very hard on myself. So yeah. sometimes I just have to walk away and I won't post for a couple of days and I'll just shut the app off because I'm depressed by it. But at the end of the day, it is a fun business. It is fun. You get to meet the coolest people. I remember we were at Virgin at, at Christina Aguilera and I was yep. so drunk. And I remember going up to local living and film being like, it's so weird that you guys are in my element. Like, this is not right. Like, because for the last year, I've hung out only with you guys. I haven't seen any of my radio friends. I haven't seen any of my music concert buddies or anything. They're all at home kicking it. So like to be around like both elements, there's radio Heather, like on the actual radio. And then there's Heather influencer. They're two different people. Yeah. And I think that they're slowly combining as one and I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's That's a awesome. fun time. It's it a, fun, a fun, time. fun time. I mean, Vegas is popping, like everyone's out and yeah, it's a blast. And yeah, that Virgin staycation that you were talking about was definitely one of the, the best perks. Have, okay. All this. Between, okay. Me and you were like the only ones who actually did it. Cause everyone else was out of town. 
<laughs> but don't you agree that that was one of the coolest influencer perks that you've gotten in a, a at least for me in a long time? Absolutely. Where I was like, wow, this is a hello casinos. Give us more of these. We want more of these. We want more. We want to stay yeah. there for four days. Yeah. We want, we want uh, food and beverage comps for every day to go try every restaurant in your resort. Please give this to us. We want this. It was amazing. Definitely one of the best persons. It was happy to share it with, you know, Ayumi could actually come too. the dogs and, and, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably still hung over from that staycation. So. Oh man, dude, I was a hot man. Wait, did you get the, I'm sure you got the one bedroom, right? I got a two bedroom yeah. and the bed was dope or not a two bedroom, the two bed. So the bed oh, okay. in mine was a bed and the, the headboard of the bed was attached with a couch in the middle. And then there was the next bed. So it was one long headboard. Right. But between the two beds was a couch. And then there was a seat at the end of the bed. And I thought it was the coolest bed I've ever seen. Shout the out to Virgin. At the end of the bed, like that corner thing, right? Yes. yes that's a seat. Yeah. Like, okay. isn't, was wasn't the, that cool? For something else. But. No, that was a seat. Like you could okay. sit back. Hang on. Let me see if I can pull the picture. You could sit back in there. So like if someone's sitting on the couch, you could sit on the chair. Look, that's a chair. That's a chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, my head was that? in the gutter. My head was in the gutter <laughs> when I when I saw that. So. Oh, you thought it was something else? You're yeah. like, wow, Virgin Hotel really <laughs> making these experiences <laughs> sexual so. healing. I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, yeah, I thought Virgin did an amazing job for an influencer event. Kudos to them because yeah. not only did they get us a concert with Christina Aguilera and Flowrider. Oh, did, did what did I tell you this or did I tell only Cody this? One day. It's going to be in a trivia question. What was the first concert you saw after the pandemic? It's going to happen. And we're going to say Flo Rida. Flo Rida. Yep. <laughs> the guy who wrote the Smith commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I think yeah. about when I hear low. Is the Smith low. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. But I, I really feel like Virgin, shout out to your social media team. Shout out to your PR team. All of them. Because honestly, that was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, and I and I hope I hope we get to do that again someplace else. Resort World. <laughs> Resort World. Resort World. Yeah. <laughs> Resort, World. <laughs> Resort World, you just opened. We'd right. love me and Phil would love to come stay for four days. <laughs> so while we're on a podcast, uh, you're also the co-host of a great podcast. I actually binged uh, the last four no, episodes. You didn't. I did. Oh, no, I gotta <laughs> research here. <laughs> So confessions on a dating app where you are now yeah. at 18 episodes. How's that we're been not, going? And what's the experience been like with, we're with not staying very that? consistent. <laughs> no, you know what? I, yeah. It's, we're, I know we're you guys not staying about that. We're not staying consistent because I'll say this. It's very hard to be vulnerable about your dating life. Absolutely. It really is. Now I'm texting my boss, by the way, he just called me and I'm like, mm, hang on one second. Um, but uh, it's very hard to be vulnerable about your dating life because you don't want to be embarrassed by, you know, someone screwing you over and you don't really want to talk about these things. But at the same time, you also want to talk about these things because maybe there's someone out there who doesn't have a lot of people they can talk to about these things about dating. So maybe if they listen to me and Nudia, they could see the same patterns of what's going on in our lives and go, you know what, that's happening with me. So maybe this person is not good for me. Um, that whole podcast started because I was dating someone with a bunch of red flags and I wanted a, to help people. It was actually called Confessions of a Fuckboy. And I was going to interview fuckboys, why they do the things they do. 
Um, unfortunately, because of the pandemic and stuff like that, that podcast didn't start until later, and that name magically got taken. So I don't know if someone heard Whoa. me say it. Yeah, someone heard me say it or something because it got taken. And I was really depressed about it because I was like, that's the most gimmicky name ever. Everyone's going to listen to this podcast. That's so funny. But yeah. um, anyway, it ended up working out. Um, but it's been going well. It's almost a year since we started it. And um, we only have 18 episodes <laughs> because it's just those episodes are a lot of heart. And I remember one episode. It was the first episode we ever did. I Did you listen to the first one? I didn't. I, okay. I'm, I'm just being honest. That's what you should have listened to. That's okay. the one. So the first episode, I the first thing I said was, wow, I'm going on a, a, a or I've been on a date with a guy already and I really, really like him and it's going well. This might not work for this podcast. I already found someone and this is episode one of the podcast. Right. And Nudia was like, well, what the hell, Heather? Like, you're not supposed to be settling down with anyone. We're supposed to be doing this podcast. So anyway, long story short, we do the podcast episode. I'm actually on my way to go meet a friend for dinner and drinks. And he's just my friend, but I think he's really hot. I have a crush on him. And um, we go just have drinks. Like I said, just friends. And we pull up in the parking lot. He's going to meet me after he gets off work. So I got there like 10 minutes early. And I get in the parking lot and the guy that I was talking to in dating had this bright orange truck. And I get in the parking lot of a bar that I never go to. But I was like, hey, it's in the middle between my house and my friend's house. And there's this bright orange truck in the, in the parking lot. And I'm like, no, no way. So I text the dude and I'm like, hey, what are you doing right now? The guy that I'm talking to that owns the orange truck doesn't respond. I call him, bitch buttons me. I text him again. I go, are you? And I finally just say it. I go, are you at Distill on Decatur right now? And he goes, yeah, creep. Why? And I was like, he called me. First off, he called me creep. And I was like, wait a minute. We, we were talking. That's Everything was going up. great. Everything was going great. And I go, oh, well, I'm meeting a friend here for drinks. And I saw your car here. Are you on a date? He goes, yeah, don't come in. Oh. So the guy that I was meeting for drinks at that bar is very hot. I thought he was hot. He's very hot. And I was like, I called him and he's like, why are you calling me again? I'm on my way. And I'm like, dude, you're never going to guess this. He goes, what? And I go, the guy that I've been talking to and like it's going well is here with another girl. He goes, oh, no, this is going down. He goes, we're going and holding hands. We're on a date now. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, so we're now pretending we're on a date. Me and this hot guy, that's my friend. We, he's like, let's walk in holding hands. And I was like, no, we're not going to be that dramatic. So we get in. He pulls out my seat. We sit down. We're having drinks. I kind of scan the bar really quick to see where he is. And I don't see him. But as soon as I sit down, he's in straight sight of me. And I'm like, oh, no. Wow. So long story short, he ended up leaving the bar. Didn't say anything. Nope. Just left. Him and the girl who he's on a date with left the bar. And I sat there and I had four Jackie Cokes with my hot friend, which my hot friend was single. So that night, me and my hot friend went back to his house and made out. So it was a win-win for me. But this is all on that podcast. So it was like, this is how, but like that couldn't have been a better scenario Yeah, that's for my why. podcast. Because the next episode, I spelled 
all the tea, but I never call anyone by name. So everyone's got a nickname. So like perfect 10 was the guy that I made out with at his house. Hockey guy was the whatever. So girls will listen to this podcast. And if they're suspicious that their guy is talking to me, they will listen to the podcast and try to decode who is who. Now there's one person about the podcast, the last four episodes that you listen to. He, oh no, oh no, oh no. My life is gone. <laughs> High budget operations we got here. Hang on. I, I need okay. to, hang okay. on. I'm sorry. I just don't want it to catch on fire. Wow. Just wow. Um, a little bit of a crash. I, I, my light is now gone. It might be broken. Okay. <laughs> uh, good thing I just bought it on Amazon. I'll just get a new one. The so, latest episodes. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that triggered some females to come forward about some stuff. And uh, yeah, that was some yeah. drama. Yeah, it made it even more real. And you've actually, uh, the podcast has actually publicly outed three guys cheating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So- now it's kind of like a tool. Right. That when a guy is being a F boy, I purposely talk about them because I know that the girls are listening. Damn. Thanks, girls, for listening. It's crazy. Thank you. I and hope then, you listen to this one too. <laughs> and then, like, would there be enough fuckboys to interview? Like, would they want to be like. There's so many in this city. And there, like, I know, obviously there are, but would they be okay with being interviewed for a podcast? So, no, a lot of them do not want to be interviewed. Yeah, I can't imagine they would. Um, there's been a couple ex F boys who have been willing to be a part of it. There's this one kid, and he told me he'd be part of it. He even did an Instagram story saying, "Should I be a part of this?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he still didn't go on. So maybe they're just like they don't want to out their game. I even told them I would change their voice so that I could out their game. Yeah, but I could envision yeah. like a hostage situation where they're they're in the dark and the voice, yeah, the yeah. voice. like that'd be the only way. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, we had, they'll never get dates. We had an episode that I still haven't aired that I need to air. That we, I met a guy for the first time on the podcast. We had our first date on the podcast. <laughs> that was a whole thing too. So right. like, it's been fun to like. Because if anything, these guys, I might not be interested in them, but then all of a sudden, now they become characters on my podcast, and I'm like, all right, I'm about this because now I get to talk crap about you, so I'm okay with this. So like, yeah. I guess I'm not, I'm not as much of an angel either, but it's a fun podcast. It's on the Odyssey app, um, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's called Confessions of a, a Dating App. You can also check it out on Apple, but it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. I'll put out more episodes. It's just like, my heart's been like real sad. So like, it's hard to do an episode when you're sad. For sure. I mean, you open up a lot and, and that's something a lot of people can't don't do, do. Or don't have the guts to do. So yeah, it can't be a weekly thing because yeah, it it's it, hard. Yeah, it gets emotional and, and and dating is a roller coaster. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm dated in over 15 years, so I don't. Know yeah, you're lucky. Congratulations. <laughs> it sucks. It's not. I know. Fun. Well, Vegas is also, from my perspective, uh, a really weird place to date compared to other places I've lived. It's like the worst place to date because you know why? There's hot girls on every billboard. You want to go see a hot girl? Go to a strip club. This is the other problem with dating. Okay, so let's say you're on a dating app and you got five hot guys you're talking to, right? Or five girls or whatever. And one of them starts being kind of annoying because she's asking you personal questions and you're not ready to answer them. Next. All right, yeah. one's really cool, but her dog is just so annoying. You met her two times and the dog is super annoying. Next. So people are way more nitpicky because they can be because there's so many people. That's yeah. the problem. No yeah. one had the time to really take the time to get to know someone. 
And I think that's the issue with Vegas in general, though. It's hard because there's a, a, a revolving door of hot women and hot guys that come into the city to vacation. So if you're like a bachelor and you don't want to settle down, well, guess what? Go on the app. Look at the girls that are traveling here. Be like, hey, you want to have a good weekend? Yeah. Go have a good weekend. Deuces. Have a great life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And see Why later. settle down with someone when you can just have a revolving door of hot females every weekend because they're here for their, their friend's bachelorette party and they're single and their best friend's getting married and now they're depressed. Oh my God. I even think about it that way, but you're yeah. right. Yeah. It's, it's <sighs> not good. It's yeah. not good for single females. You know how many hot, single, successful females I know in this city that are single AF? A lot. Sad. It's really sad. Talk about it all the time on my podcast, Confessions of yeah. Media. But you know what, right. Phil? You're a nice guy. You know who else is a nice guy? Charlie's a nice guy. Lindsay's husband is a nice guy. There's lots of nice guys. So yes. shout out to the nice guys of Vegas who are staying loyal. Thank you for being loyal. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> so let's get into some questions. Okay. There's just going to be some random things that I just want to knit, you know, pick your brain about. So okay. uh, in this day and age of on-demand everything, uh, do people still call in to request songs on the radio? Yes, they do. And I have a whole request half hour on my show called At Work VIP, where you can call and request anything from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, country, rock, uh, pop, alternative, whatever you want. If I have it in my library, I can play it. You're going to play it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I can do it. Yeah, it's just interesting because, uh, you know, that used to be it's, my big thing growing up. Like I would call the radio station. Getting on the radio was a big thing. Yeah, um, but no, I didn't know people would still call if they can just dial it up on YouTube. Well, what. I'll get DMs on Instagram being like, hey, I'm in the car right now. Can you play XYZ? And then I'll play it. I get That's a lot awesome. more DMs than I actually do physical calls. Right. Because a lot okay. of my listeners follow me on Instagram. So they'll be like, hey, Heather, I'm in the car right now. It's my daughter's birthday. Will you play Britney Spears? Whatever. Or, hey, Heather, I'm sitting at my job right now and I'm listening to you on the Odyssey app. Can you play whatever? It's more that than anything. Is there one song that keeps popping up on requests? Olivia like, Rodrigo, good for you. Because everyone's um, heartbroken. <laughs> aww. Um, it's also well known that Matchbox 20 is your favorite band of all time. Who is your second favorite band of all time? K-Flay. There's this artist named K-Flay, and um, she is phenomenal. If I could be any female in the world, it would be her because she is just so badass, and she has no problem talking about mental health and her songs. She's such a great writer that her songs really make you think about the situation at hand. And not only that, but her voice is raspy. She's just phenomenal. And like, I'm not into girls, but I have very big girl crush on her because she's just so powerful and confident and hot and like, mm, mm, mm. so K-Flay. Cool. I commit to eat from one restaurant for an entire week. Uh, which restaurant would that be? Soho. Soho. Oh, Soho's great. Dude, Soho, Chef John over at Soho, man. Chef John, man, what a what a great guy. He used to be the executive chef at Social House. Was that what it was? Yep. Social so House. yeah, that, that, yes. So then he created Soho, which I love that he kind of <laughs> took the beginning initial and the last initial of that and made Soho. Um, I think that he's got a great um, eye for food. There was a while there that he was at Soho all the time and I'd sit at the bar and I'd be like, Chef Don, will you please make me like an original roll? And he would just make me the greatest, most beautiful, tasting, delicious sushi ever. But honestly, all the sushi chefs are there that are great. I used to be best friends with one of them. His name's Aaron. He's great. He's phenomenal. 
they're all amazing there. And that place just has the freshest, best food. They're not all you can eat, but their prices are so reasonable that you could probably spend $25 to $30 and end up walking out of there with as much food as you would all you can eat. Yeah. And a completely different presentation and style. Yes, and, beautiful. I mean, they were the first ones to do ocean trout with pop rocks and all that kind of yes. stuff too. Yes. So, yeah. Original yeah. stuff. And it's right next to my house. So that's how I found it. Yeah. So Jones, I don't care. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Jones and Warm Spring. I live around Jones there. Warm you can, you can okay. come find me guys. <laughs> come stalk me. I'll um, be at Soho. <laughs> If, uh, if someone uh, wanted some advice on where to meet for a blind date, where do you think the best place would be in Vegas? Uh, so a couple places. What's that place? The local in Henderson on Green, in yeah. Green Valley? That place yeah. is a good place. I think that, that North awesome Italia in Boca Park area-ish, that's a great place. Um, any of those like light bites, open airy, nice restaurants that are like cheese boards and wine – I don't really, if I went on a first date, I really don't want to go have a full on dinner with someone. I want something I can pick at, have a drink and just talk. So those are my two. So if you're in Henderson, go to local. If you're in Summerlin, go to North. All right, cool. Uh, my go-to karaoke song is Careless Whisper. Uh, what is Heather's? <laughs> oh, I was so hoping to see it during Kamu, but yeah. It's, yeah, happen. I was going to say, me and Sam, uh, Closet Fat Girl's husband did Newfound Glory together, which was hilarious. I do um, remember that. Yeah, but I think Carrie Underwood before he cheats. Or no, 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 no. You know that song by Natalie Imbrugio, Torn? Torn, yeah. Yeah, or uh, Lisa Loeb, Stay. Stay. Those two. Those are okay. like some solid female like empowerment songs. I love it. I love it. Uh, tell us about the most memorable place you've been recognized or an interesting story of one place. Okay, so this is the best story I have. This is about radio though. Yeah. I was at Target and for Bite Las Vegas, I had really long hair, but I had clip-in extensions. So for Bite Las Vegas, I put in these long clip-ins. And then um, I went to Target like a, a week later and I didn't have my clip-in extensions in. And I was at the checkout line and a girl goes, you know who you look like? And I always get Emma Stone or Lindsay Lohan. And I was like, who, Emma Stone? Lindsay Lohan. She goes, no, you look like Heather Collins from Mix 94.1. And I was like, I am Heather Collins from Mix 94.1. She goes, oh, you cut your hair. And I go, yeah, I did. <laughs> That's awesome. That was the best one. That's great. Um, of the hundreds of interviews you've done with famous people, is there one that sticks out as perhaps maybe the worst or a oh, disappointing one? Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to ask the best. Well, we can go um, to the best. No, it's okay. Uh, Selena Gomez. Oh. Never yeah. even put it on the internet. That's how bad it was. Just one word replies? It was, it was the first night of her world tour. She just broke up with Justin Bieber. Uh, we are not allowed to ask anything about Justin Bieber, and I did not. But they were also filming it for her documentary. So they oh, were filming me while I'm interviewing her. And I asked a question. She had a music video at the time where she was a stalker and she was stalking some guy and she went into his house and was trying on his clothes and rolling around in his bed. Da, 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 da. So I just asked like a funny cheeky question. And I was like, if a really hot guy broke into your house, would you kick him out? Cause you're hot. I don't think any guy would kick you out. And she goes, I don't want to answer that question next. Oof. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well yeah. next. I think we're done here. Have a great day. Yeah. Have a great show. 
Welcome to the new three-minute episode of Confessions of a Dating App. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And that night on stage, someone was yelling Justin Bieber and she got mad. Oh, so, man. yeah. I mean, if you're going through a breakup and someone is screaming your ex-boyfriend's name, yeah, I'd be pissed too. Yeah, that's tough. I would not be happy. Okay, so what was the best interview? <sighs> I have two. But Cole played Chris Martin was pretty cool. He's a very spiritual guy. So he was giving me all the good advice. But my favorite interview of all time was – I was flown out to Arizona to interview Rob Thomas for an an Odyssey special show that was going to air on every single hot AC station across the country. And it was an hour long special with Rob Thomas. So I got Rob's favorite wine and me and him sat in a dark studio and went track by track on his new album and talked about all the songs. So I made him cool. cry. I made him cry. So it was a good time. And then later that year, I interviewed him again for Bite of Las Vegas and he made me cry in front of everyone at Bite of Las Vegas. So it was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. My boy, Rob Thomas. He's my favorite. Yeah. Your favorite band, front man. I mean, very full a, circle for me. Very yeah. full circle. What an amazing <laughs> thing. So how did you even, I, I mean, we didn't get into that at all. Like getting into radio was kind of a happy accident for you. Yeah. So right? I was in this college. Was never the plan. Yeah. I was in college to go. Um, I wanted to go on tour with bands, preferably Matchbox 20. And, uh, <laughs> I went to school. I was in theater in high school and I went to the art Institute to learn how to do audio for live concerts. And, um, I happened to know some people at mix 94.1. So they invited me to a private Sarah Borella show. And, um, I asked if I could bring my camera cause I was also minoring in photography. And, uh, I brought my camera, took some pictures of Sarah Bareilles. They asked if they could use them for the website. And then they kept inviting me to take pictures at all these events and they were free, but I didn't, I wasn't getting paid, but I didn't care because I was getting great content for my photography class and for my Facebook and stuff like that. Like I was like, I'm meeting my favorite bands, Goo Goo Dolls, uh, Plain White Tea, Sarah Bareilles, uh, Neon Trees. That's how I first met Rob Thomas was through that. So finally the program director at the time or the music director was like, you have a good voice. Do you want to be on the radio? And I was like, yeah. So I tried out and I failed and I tried again and I failed. And then I finally got the job 11 years later. Here we go. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Uh, yeah. What's your go-to cocktail? Probably a Jack and Coke. I'm simple. I like just Jack and Coke. But now yeah. that I'm trying to watch my figure, probably vodka soda or vodka water. But I'm all about that Jack and Coke. It's so good. <laughs> okay. It's so good. Also, as an esteemed member of the Las Vegas media, what would be some quick tips for someone making their first appearance on the radio or TV? Be yourself. Always be yourself in life. Because when you're yourself, people can see authenticity and they will like you more. If you try to put on a persona at all in life, on social media, on the radio, on TV, people will catch your bullshit and they will not like you. Be yourself. Yeah, that's great advice. 100%. Just in life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't try to be anyone but yourself. And that about wraps it up. Um, cool. I love this podcast because there's nothing we I needed to edit or anything. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yeah. We're just going straight through. Yeah. So unless uh, what I mean, was there anything else? We didn't talk about Bite of Las Vegas, actually. Oh, it's okay. Well, Bite of Las Vegas is our baby at Mix 94.1. Um, I don't know if we're going to do it this year. We might do it next year. You know, it, it's, it's crazy times. But Bite of Las Vegas, I wanted to mention because – uh, when we do do it again, Phil, I would love for you to be a judge at Bite of Las Vegas. Totally. I'm down. That's what I wanted to ask you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that was easy. So that means you have to go around and eat at all 30 booths 
in two oh, hours. Oh God, the horror! <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> but it's great content because you get to go through thirty restaurants in for 30, sure or two hours. For but sure. yeah, I would love if you got to be a, a judge this year. I think that you would kill it. Um, we've had uh, Lindsay do it, Closet Fat Girl do it, and Paul. Yeah, Paul did it too. Yeah. So uh, I'm probably going to see if Local Living will do it this year, and you. So that'd be awesome. Let's go. Let's I'm go. Totally done, and hopefully it, it does happen. I mean, I would love for it to happen this year. Before it's uh, right at the park on Desert Inn. Well, and, no, we're we oh. moved it last year or two years ago to downtown event center. And I actually oh, okay. liked it there because um it was more closed in and comfy. We had a pool, it was dope. It was so dope. The like the layout was just better for us. So I'm hoping that we do it there again. I think that we probably will moving forward. I honestly don't, I'm not a part of that team that gets to make this decision, but I'm hoping that we do do it this year. And something comes with a tune because I would that would be very happy. But last we did in 2019, Rob Thomas and Santana played, so I can't really bitch. That's a pretty good year. It was a pretty good year. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would love for you to be part of it when we do it. And uh, if you are listening to this, you don't know about it. It's an amazing event where lots of food and music come together, and it's fun. Yeah, catch uh, catch Heather on the radio Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Mix 94.1. Yeah. Uh, also check her out on uh, IG and of course TikTok and her podcast, Confessions of a Dating App. Yeah. Um, Heather it was super fun having you. Oh my god, here. thank you, thank you. <laughs> I feel like I've spent a lot of quality time with you in the past like month at uh, at Virgin doing this random yep. place at Resort World, getting drunk. I mean, it's, it's good time. Absolutely. Learning lots. Partage. Partage. Yeah, partage. No, I love hanging out with you and I love your. We're going to go hang out in like three hours, aren't we? We're going to hang out at a vegetarian restaurant in (laughs) three hours. Perfect. See you in a couple hours. (laughs) All right. See you in a couple hours. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Las Vegas Phil Food and Social Podcast. For more information about me and where I've been dining recently, Check out my Instagram and TikTok at Las Vegas Phil or feel free to drop me an email at lasvegasphil at gmail.com.